0: Hi welcome to the first episode of Mind Maps with David and William. Uh, we've got a well first we might start with, a, with an apology from, from William for something that happened last week. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Uh, look um, not too proud of uh, the fact that we deleted the uh, previous podcast, but um, hopefully this one will get to same and uh, we can move on. It was actually a combined effort <laughs> I think you might to explain a bit
0: more about how. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the explanation. Dave <laughs> Russell and I recorded a podcast with Jimmy the Kid, the perfect podcast. I was going to r- be my rap
2: name and regret that I
1: didn't do that. To be honest, you should have done that. Jimmy the Kid would have been a good one. Still so, good. we are just be an I'm sorry. Podcast. What happened? Could be. Could be the next uh, announcement. So we made <laughs> these huge announcements. We had this podcast that all these interconnecting lines. We talked about philosophy. We talked about religion. We talked about politics and um, it's a bit of rap. We, we did a freestyle a at the style. end of it and it was an amazing and result. we owned
0: we owned the kids probably safe <laughs> to say yeah, it's pretty we safe to own, say
1: yeah. that when you don't have the recording as well <laughs> Sigus Freestyle
2: it's probably the best freestyle I've ever dropped yeah, uh, yeah. unfortunately there won't be any uh, audio <laughs> proof of the freestyle because it was deleted but yes they both owned me
0: yeah and then and then William uh, stood me, up by, to.
2: so I was going to say by owning me I mean inviting me to do a podcast for two hours and then telling me they didn't record
0: it yeah, That's how they yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. kicking me <laughs> kicking the computer off the table and uh, smashing it and deleting the whole thing.
2: But we're here again.
0: But we're here again, um, and we have a guest, uh, James Williams, aka The Kid, uh, former businessman. Still businessman. Followed, well, okay. business owner. First time round business owner.
1: Primary business owner. Followed by rapper. Primary primary business owner, secondary... Rap yeah. phenomenon.
0: Yeah, Eddie. back to business. T- tertiary or what's try, it, try try what's the next one? I don't know. The third. The third. Uh, the third instalment in his life, which is now. But what? But the story is so. Jimmy was a young, very successful real estate agent. Uh, went out with another guy, started their own business, started making a lot of money, and then threw it all in to pursue a rap rap career. Uh, so welcome to the show, James.
2: Thank you very much for having me, gentlemen. It's
0: so, a yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're, we're very happy to have you. Um, perhaps if we maybe start out by you telling us a bit about um, about the story and you know how how you possibly came to the decision to um, sell a partnership in a lucrative business to pursue a rap career. Well, we'll
2: keep me on uh, on the right direction with the right questions, but. Um... Look, it all started off, I started off selling Foxtel, Um, I did drama and uh, filmmaking at uni, realised I was good at sales, started selling Foxtel, selling a hell of a lot of that, then got a job uh, at a real estate company, met uh, best friend and mentor, Phil Harris, who took me under his wing, sent me across, it was a completely uh, unique beginning to a career for a real estate agent, he sent me across to Sydney to, to numerous negotiation courses, had me highly trained. I started selling a a lot of properties with him with F Toop and he invited me to uh, come and open up Harris Real Estate with him, did that, Uh, but very quickly uh, I realised that it wasn't money that was going to make me happy, because I had a lot of money coming in, but for some reason I still wasn't content. Uh, I was neglecting something, which was my passion for music, and also in which I've got the hindsight of now, which is a beautiful thing, but I uh, also wanted to do my own thing, I think being the second man, although being Phil's second man is a a privilege and an honour and I learned a hell of a lot, I always wanted to be in the JW show, regardless of what it was, so yeah, I I sold the partnership, which uh, freaked everybody out, including myself, it was scary as hell, I funded myself to write music uh, for seven or eight months, released two EPs, battled across the country, uh, battled some international guys, which was cool, Um, and... Yeah, that's probably leads me to now where I've started uh, doing the real estate training and the coaching again, but still very much concentrated on the music. The idea now is to not chase a record label as the oasis of that has become apparent of how much they want to change and to actually make some money myself use that to, uh, to build a studio, which I probably could have fucking done. Yeah,
0: you should have done it straight away. should have done it straight away. should have, yeah. just, should have just worked yeah. on six months. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and it would have been great. Um, so how long were you, how, how long were you in the Harris business for?
2: Uh, for a good two to three years, the two, three years of it opening up, I think I
0: was there, was th- like, how long did it take before the business started to kind of take off and you saw some growth? Because obviously when you first start, you know, there's always a bit of, you know, you find your feet, it was pretty, find some it, customers.
2: It was pretty instant because of the reputation of Phil and Alex, yeah. it was Alex and McGregor Reed and Phil Harris, the two biggest agents in SA, had left Tupi.
0: Um. Maybe we should just pause and explain why William hasn't said one thing um, <laughs> since we started the podcast. He's currently standing on one uh, leg, um, pulling the other leg sort of up behind him, almost touching the back of his head. Um, do you want to explain for everyone what you're doing or why you're doing it? Probably is a better question. Um, well,
1: I started, I started stretching about six months ago. Um, friend of mine, I was telling my friend that I was just so unflexible, I, I couldn't get my hands, I could only get my hands just past my knees, and... Was this recognised in the bedroom? <laughs> translates to all of life. Yeah, yeah. And um, Maybe the bedroom, though. <laughs> and uh, my man said like that, he... Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, did we just go there? Yeah, yeah I went we're gonna, have to deli- we're gonna have
0: to delete. We're not deleting mate. anything. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an alias. William! Gonna, we, we haven't even William. got William. to that I, yet. You, mate, not that hey, there's
1: anything wrong with
2: that, William. Really. Yeah. What you got to do? No, no, right. You stretch no. for whatever reasons you got to stretch. I just do not
1: want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: couldn't touch your knees. Yeah, then... touch my
1: knees. He said, and he said to me, look, what I do instead of... Um, <laughs> what did he say to you? Instead of like when I go, and watch, go home and watch uh, TV on the couch, I sit on the floor for half an hour and I stretch my hamstrings, and I stretch my quads, and I just sit. I just sit on there as opposed to being on a couch. And,
0: and um, when you're entertaining friends, you and, stretch. And when you're, you I'm guessing you do this. So yeah, I'm doing podcasts, still so, stretching.
1: So you ask me now, what am I doing right now? So yeah. six months ago, I okay. was doing. That, oh, okay,
0: sorry, and six, sorry.
1: And six months later, I kind of have. I've started getting so much more flexible, and feel amazing for it. Every time I find like a new foreign part of my body that I can now stretch to, it's like, it's an amazing <laughs> feeling. Like, you know, I think, if, you, if you can't touch your toes, you don't know what, you don't know what that feels like. Yeah. You don't know what that muscle feels like. It's exploring your whole body. It's amazing. You should try yeah, it. Yeah. Um,
0: something, something, else, something else, something uh, else we haven't told James about yet is what you were doing before uh, before the podcast today What have you been doing This afternoon
1: Ah oh, So um, Today was my first day Of going to a club I joined <laughs> That's <time is laughs> so weird The trees he's, like, he's stretching He's
2: joined an anonymous club Wait he stretching. hear what the club is I'd like to know That the club And the stretching Is combined
0: It'd be dangerous To combine them it would Wouldn't be. it Wouldn't it William It is
2: They are combined
1: Yes <laughs> Yes that's what I wanted to hear. What is it? Tree climbing. Wow. Tree climbing club. So like they get, they pick a spot. Oh, that's right. like,
2: <laughs> Do you take <laughs> binoculars up with you? <laughs> hey? Tree climbing club. That just sounds no, like a you not case. Like, no, that just sounds like a peeping tom's fucking, you know. Yeah. Learn how to climb trees. So you can <laughs> yeah. climb a tree next alongside to the alongside houses the with side, large and, windows. Do you think that a tree climbing club No, I think I not when I was a kid, actually I did climb a tree yesterday. With, with a set of with you <laughs> could
0: <laughs> you could be the fourth member of the cl- of the tree climbing club of uh, Adelaide James <laughs> Yeah, yeah we could.
2: so okay tree climbing sorry sorry to uh, rain on the parade that sounds awesome that sounds great
0: yeah was it good? <laughs> it's my new <laughs> it's my new it's my new club <laughs> Yeah,
1: in one session are you gonna go back? Uh, yeah I'll definitely go back do you know it's William? yeah I <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you know look <laughs> yeah we can, we can <laughs> sort through the details later, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introductions are, but you know.
0: Well, seeing as this is the first episode, I don't think we really introduced ourselves, did we? Yeah, we just okay. launched, well, so we introduce our maybe guests. we introduce ourselves. Jimmy, Jimmy why, don't, why don't we let the guest introduce us? That'd be, yeah. that'd be fun.
1: Well,
0: yeah, Jane, I, I, seeing I as you not
2: know where to start. Seeing well, as you're you know, basically know, you know, a you know co-host me. now after, yeah, yeah. you know. You don't
1: know me that much though,
2: do you so. Well, look, I, I think, I, mate, I know you, I know you amazingly well. I got confirmed with you. Yeah, I've known you I since know. the back, of, how old were <laughs> we then, mate?
1: We didn't get to know each other that well. Pretty well, Dave. Do you remember how- Pretty,
0: pretty, pretty well. So when was this? How old were you when you got confirmed? I don't know. I don't, I've never been confirmed. By the way, people don't know.
2: Confirmation I don't know what that's, what it really is. Confirmation is when you get baptized, it's your parents choosing your way with God. But when, but, but what the Anglican church like to do, I'm not sure if it's the other ones, but they, they like to give you a real good chance because they think, you know, that was your parents saying, let's wait until you're old enough to make a real hardcore decision and promise you a life God. So they wait to you're 13. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just when you've completely figured, you know, you've, test, you've tested out. your morals, you've, you've been you off the drink. rails, you've come back.
2: You can drink, you can drive, you can do everything else responsible. Why shouldn't you be able to choose the faith for the rest of your life? So at yeah. 13, they get you in there and they get you confirmed. But look, it was a, it was a pleasurable experience. To me, it was also, unfortunately, the at the end of my religious journey with the Anglican Church, as I started asking a lot
0: of questions yeah. and they were answering my as questions. As soon as you got confirmed, you... In at least in your own head, were unconfirmed. Well,
2: it was. I unconf- i confirmed it with them, but I unconfirmed it with me. That's sort of what happened, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, I don't know. I started asking a lot of questions. They started answering my questions with questions. It started getting a little bit, you know. Like, as the intelligence grew, yeah, the mind grew. The, uh, the, whole, so so by, the whole. So by so by actually thing,
0: having more involvement in the church, you completely abandoned the church.
2: That's exactly that's actually exactly it. That's how that's how it went. That's exactly how it went. I think. Um, yeah, maybe if I hadn't, maybe I wouldn't be maybe you maybe,
0: maybe you would know would the, uh, William here a little bit better. Exactly. Yeah, William <laughs> exactly. stayed in the church. So, so fact, did you, did you I h- remember... Did you hang
2: around at the church?
1: Um, Sorry, yeah, I hung around for a little bit. Um, I reckon...
2: Not that day, I mean in general.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, stuck, <laughs> I, stuck around, like, I was wearing a cross until I was like uh, 20, maybe 22, 23? Yeah, crazy like fully like repping it like i was like i'm gonna show everyone yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. like outside the shirt yeah, just like all the, just sitting yeah, right yeah, there front and center
1: big one like yeah it was a big boy yeah couldn't find a small one I yeah i was like i'll one. just have to
2: buy the ten thousand
0: dollar diamond encrusted one yeah
1: yeah uh, so yeah I was doing that so it, it hooked
0: me I remember being back at your at your house I think with the colored people and people we were about 22 yeah you told me something about um, I think you, you know how your parents like go and like give food to the homeless at the oh, time right. as part of through their church saying I had no idea your family was Christian yeah. I think I probably like made a couple of jokes about you know Christianity or something and you were like really offended because I had no idea that you were actually Christian yeah, yeah. Well, what were your thoughts of Dave when you found out that he was I thought a lot less of him yeah yeah. understandably So, I, I, actually, that's, quite, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it was leading questioning, mate. It was le- like. a very leading question. I think I <laughs> went with you a little bit too kind you of, um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, enthusiastically. Literally. But yeah, I, liked I definitely didn't think a lot less of you. But I think at the t- <laughs> a not bit. a lot. Oh, but yeah. at the time, at the time, you know, when you're like in your early twenties, you just that you're like really kind of. You know, you've just formed your own kind of views on the world and religion yeah. and philosophy. You think you've got it'll control it'll of it'll your own life, and you think, and you really believe that you're <laughs> right. Like you're definitely right, yeah. and you like, and because, and you know, most of the, your friends are gonna think the same thing. So then, if someone thinks something that's different or the opposite, and because you're so sure in your in what you think you figured out, totally, you actually like kind of, and that's yourself scars, that's or your you, you kind of you know, you kind of blow off people's other, uh, you know, ideas that they're different to yours and kind of think they're stupid for having them. Yeah. But I, I've obviously progressed from that point. <laughs> that was a massive qualification of my flipping line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some, Some of, us. of us are on here using our real names. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little we bit, have to be a bit more careful.
1: Maybe that's a little bit of guilt, David. I wound up with it. Though, where, where I actually wound <laughs> up with it, a lot of
2: people would say you're religious or you're not whatever. And, and my short answer to a very, you know, long question well, what could possibly be a long answer is that I'm not arrogant enough to assume either way I've got no idea what happens afterwards Yeah, I haven't died and come back um, I think there are certain things that are a little bit too far fetched to base your entire beliefs and everything on but mm-hmm. uh, my principle is that if I'm going to be the best human being that I can be and, and we'll see what happens at the end of it and I think if I do that then I should
1: be you know I should be right. So, do we need to introduce ourselves?
0: Oh yeah, we didn't really. You. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm. I tried to. I <laughs> no, let James do it. I think we should let James do it. I'd
2: like to welcome you to the at the podcast about how far in are we about? It doesn't tell me how. I think we're about seven or eight minutes. Anyway, well, we're joined here. I'm lucky enough to be on the show with uh, with David and William. David and William, I think they've been friends for a long time. They've got an eclectic energy, an energy which bounces like a basketball on a fresh court. An energy which is aligned to that of the energizer bunny. Yes. We're going to be bringing you this podcast on a weekly basis. Unfortunately, from here, the, the, the guests will go downhill. The rumor is
0: they may oh, be... Oh, we've out. recruited some real crackers, actually. I've
2: heard maybe a guy called Gus might be coming on. All I'm going to say is whatever that guy says, bullshit. He's a, <laughs> um, he's a little bit of a liar like uh, to
0: speak uh, the truth. But this uh, is the, uh,
2: what's the podcast called?
0: Mind Maps.
2: It's
1: called Gus Battles the Kid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gus would as well, that yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the best well, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you might be able to come in for just a little, like, 30 second kind come of feature next of week. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, all right, so. How
2: was that introduction?
0: That was though? good, except you haven't introduced who we are yet, have you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, you I did? I said uh, okay. David and William. David and William, yeah. All right. I
1: mean, they'll, people will figure out, they'll tell stories well, about who yeah. we are. Yeah, well,
0: maybe we'll let it happen organically, you know? They can get to know us. No, I just. We don't did have to explain.
1: That's it. That's it. Yeah, I but you know, you haven't said. You haven't
0: said We where where we are right now.
2: Oh I don't know. We I don't know how much we, for haven't a gi- living. we
0: haven't given me a description. We didn't we didn't give intro. you a brief. Alright. You just said well,
2: introduce and, and just quietly for them. a random introduction. I don't have tickets for myself, but I think it was, it was great. okay. It was great. It was I'm feeling okay.
0: threatened. I think if you start your own podcast, uh, we will have serious competition. I should around. probably let you
2: guys know now as well. The entire reason I've come in to do this podcast is to white you guys. Yeah. I've
0: been stealing your ideas, concepts. Fucking. Um, we shouldn't have let him take a photo of the mind map. Exactly.
2: He <laughs> did you take a picture of it. <laughs> I took photos of everything with yeah. me, With these with two the little hands, hands, hands here. Hands here hands called hands. my eyes. Yeah. Photographic little eyes here. And all um, oh good. And... Uh, anyway that's that's anyway,
0: the intro. anyway so I just wanted to kind of rewind a little bit um, I have as Jimmy James knows I have an offering on a house around the corner from where we are right now in the West inner western suburbs of Adelaide um, and I think the agent might be playing games with me I'm not I don't think he's a truthful like a truthful human being um, and uh, yeah I guess I just I, I have Firstly, my first question is, there's obviously, real estate agents have a big stigma, like along with like politicians and used car salesmen, they are right up there. Um, how true is the stigma? How much should I distrust the agent who I'm dealing with at the moment? Uh, I think the stigma is there for a reason. I mean, the, the best way to predict
2: the future is to look at the past and people have that perception because... You know real estate agents have been, you know, have done dodgy practices in the past and, and still consider can uh, continue to do. My biggest hatred as a real estate agent was when I knocked on someone's front door, I was an asshole to I could prove I was a nice guy, yeah. And that was because of the work that you know previous agents had done. Um, I am currently very active in the industry, and I'm throughout a lot of offices, and I can tell you. That, I mean, this is, this is the answer to the question is, I've got no idea because I don't know the individual. It comes down to, they're running their own little business within a company, within, you know, there are certain brands which are more known for hiring dodgier agents. Yeah. Uh, but then
1: within that, you
0: goes, gonna drop a bombshell for us? Can us we cup, not go to do this again? It?
1: Because last week you absolutely <laughs> destroyed, destroyed a particular. Company, maybe we should. Maybe that. we.
0: Yeah, William, not his real name, is worried about defamation uh, cases. So these guys are
2: deserve it. But anyway. <laughs> um, look and look it may be unfair though because there'd be some good people working there as well it comes down to the individual unfortunately the individual regulations that was just just (laughs) this is why you
0: don't stretch during the podcast
2: um it comes down to, to poor I mean to get your real estate license, it's a six week course and you pay three grand and you've got it. Yeah. I was doing You essentially buy a ago, license. You do. When I was yeah. doing of course ten years ago, there was a guy that was smoking ice in the breaks and he was I don't know how he was because he was smoking <laughs> ice <laughs> and then he was sleeping. <laughs> to yeah. Just, yeah. I know, maybe it wasn't, I don't know, but he was smoking out of a fucking glass pipe anyway during the breaks and he was coming back in and the guy passed. Maybe he had a bike really or oh, he got his license
0: now. Someone who was high on ice the whole way through. Yeah, through, through the, the entire class. thing. Okay. Right. What now,
2: kind of what, what credentials do you need? Absolute, to pass ab- it? Absolutely nothing. Was like, there an uh, exam? No, nothing. There's just a couple of like you do like it's like homework assignments, which yeah. they encourage you, you know. I was told by some person in the organization that I was in, like, hey, don't worry, it's copy off someone else in the class if you can't get around to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all about ticking the boxes. So yeah. now I underwent a lot more training than that, but it has to be self. Sourced, yeah, but the, so look, the answer to your question is there's a lot of dodgy agents out there and there's a lot of good agents out there as well. Yeah, I, you, I would And the thing, I guess,
0: it. is with a profession like that, like you, you're tested by whether you can actually get clients and sales, right? And if you can't, then you're not going to be in it very long.
2: No, I mean, the, the, the
0: 20, turn the burden churn uh, must be massive, huge, it's 29 out of 30 people drop out after their first year. Bullshit, no, bullshit.
2: literally it's that a it. I, what do I, they do I'm after currently, that? I'm currently <laughs> training officers. almost every week that I go into a new office is one wants new staff and one person's gone yeah like almost every week
0: well should we quickly explain what your new business is so that the listeners know what you're talking yeah,
2: about yeah yeah totally so look I um, I'm running my own business uh, called JW Coaching and um, I am a contractor I get hired by different real estate offices I go out I do one on one coaching with the, the top the, the, the leading agents yeah and yeah. I do um a lot of seminar work and, and public speaking and you know presenting the, of
0: these courses to teach them as well. Um, and what's nice what's the kind of aim? Like what's the what what are you hoping? Or you know what what do the people that do the courses go away with?
2: And to make a good real estate agent, you pretty much have to be a really good organized person. know how a prospect and so forth. Um, yeah. A lot, direct answer to your question is a lot of uh, a lot of trainers and coaches have a lot of fluff, a lot of motivation. My stuff is really purely implementation, things that you can implement straight into your business, uh, building prospecting plans, systems, and structure around their Prospecting is
0: finding future... Future business. Future business. Yeah. When yeah. someone does decide to sell a... Exactly. So what is that? Is that about just getting out there and networking, meeting as many people as you can and telling them what you do and giving them the impression that you're going to... You you do your job well, so that when they do sell a house, it's like who do I know? Exactly. Oh, I remember meeting that guy who. There's you know, there's, there's keys to it. I mean, really keeping shit. databases
2: and staying in contact with people, so you yeah. don't stay out of contact and you and you and you're still with them when they do decide to sell. There's different things though. I mean, one one area of prospecting is open inspections. You can get business there. You can get open inspections through looking up. Buying management was a huge thing for me. For me, I used to help people find homes, and then once they'd found a the home with me, guess who they're going to sell it with. Yeah, you know, which is real estate agents are so short sighted. Have you been prospecting
0: business. me this whole time?
2: Exactly, man. <laughs> yeah, for ten years ahead. Exactly. One day I'll well, we'll yeah. get that listing. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> hey, it does.
0: What about um, kind of stooges at auctions? You know, every, you know, it's this kind of rumor when you you go to buy a house. Yeah, I mean, people have warned me when I'm bidding options. Oh, you know, be careful. Are you sure they were real bidder? You know, like, how do you know that this isn't some, this this is someone that's, that knows that's been, that knows the auctioneer and they're just trying to drive the price up and they're not legitimate?
2: That's a lot better these days because uh, of, you need to have registered bidders now. Yeah. So you need to have registered bidders. Back in the day, you used to be able to throw bids off trees and it, was, it wasn't anything illegal about it. You know, so
0: this happened at every auction. Just uh, well,
2: If the auctioning was good, you know, you'd have a bid with you at 500 and then the painting throws a bid 550, back with you for oh, six.
0: Oh, so not a person out yeah. there that's doing it. He's just actually making just it up. Like Everyone's it. got their eyes on him. I used to do
2: that at charity auctions. No shit. but at a charity auction it's for charities who have no problem doing it <laughs> um, but you know if, if there's if some rich guy at the back and he's offering 500 for Muhammad Ali's boxing gloves but yeah. the reserve price on them is 6 and I can put yeah. a deal across the line I'll throw 550 off the back well he jumps back in drunk for 6 as a done deal yeah yeah and uh, if you
0: point in one direction sort of vaguely there could be there's probably 20-30 potential people in exactly. that line of sight
2: when you're a good auctioneer at a charity auction, you don't, I probably did that once or twice. You don't usually need to do it because you can route up the crowd and people will just bid for the fun of it. You can encourage someone to actually bid knowing that like saying this guy's going to jump back in, you're just going to be raising the charity money, you're not going to lose a cent. Right? Yeah. Um, but they now have to register at auction, so I would encourage you to... It's very hard to do. You'd be playing a big risk. You've also got ombudsman going around checking. I don't think they're doing much, but you do have to be registered, so they have to be actually calling out the bidder's number when they say the price. So four hundred thousand with bid number two. Yeah. Well, I used to do as an auctioneer. Was very what some companies are very silly in doing is that they and look, this is a sort of a, a real estate trick. I guess you could. Not many people do it though. Is what these silly companies are handing out paddles. And it's so obvious who the registered bidders are.
0: I had a paddle last weekend when I bid bid an auction. So the
2: other people knew you were one of the bidders. Yeah. It takes away the mystery of how many bidders are there, right? Yeah. So what we used to do is we'd have our bidder numbers on the back of our registration booklets. Yeah. When everybody would come through, I'd hand you a brochure with a booklet underneath it. You wouldn't even know you're grabbing it. All of a sudden, there's 50 people out there holding registration numbers. Now, only four, it's completely legal. Only four of them have registered. Only four of them will bid. We will not be throwing any dummy bids.
0: It looks like
2: there's other... But, I, but otherwise, it's silly. That's like going, there's, there's a game of poker and I know exactly who's got what hand. Yeah. Or, le- or at least who's going to be in on the next hand.
0: Exactly that. Whereas you don't know that, you know? So
1: it's... Um, We've we got William struggling with this concept. <laughs> <that here. laughs> but there's still only three bidders in the crowd. Like, yes, yes. But
0: those bidders don't know how many bidders there are. That's the well, point, he cares. right?
1: Well, no, Once you start bidding, they, they'll realize pretty quickly. But at, the, but at the at the time,
2: it can kill the competition. So if Dave Stenny is the only person with the paddle, well, he's got the he's got the pound.
0: I know. I'm just going to let it get passed in. I'm not even going to throw in that first bid. Exactly. Right?
1: Yeah. But Do I mean, there won't be. Any, yeah. I mean, if no one's going to bid on it. That, that just seems like a fruitless thing you yeah. know no
2: it's for exactly that reason what Dave just said is to is have the essence of competition it. Right? so therefore you're, you're not at least going
0: like to put in one bid you're not yeah. just going to hold back and... yeah
1: yeah potentially ah, right. so there's this, you're assuming that there's like a few people there that are sort of like towing it or throwing bang like, which, which, which they quite be often be, are so yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd
2: often say you know if you came along to the auction oh, I don't think I'm going to bid that's alright Dave let's just keep you registered up anyway just in case you want to throw one in Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know it so, might be getting a bargain yeah we'll <laughs> G you up to register so so yeah. many registered, and, and look, and that's what maximises the price of a property: is emotional buyers, multiple buyers, emotionally connected in competition. Yeah. So your competition's
0: an absolute key to, to getting the best possible. My market. like, there's uh, a little sales trick for you. My kind of strategy at all, all these, all these auctions. I, I feel like I know exactly what my max is, and I'm not ever going over that. And I assume that's what other people do. Mm-hmm. So there are more people that oh, actually man, just go that's in. That's our job
2: to get play people's emotions to. Uh, you know, the amount of times that I'd say to my wife, you know, there we go, we're done. And I'd say to the wife, keep working on it, man. I'll come back in a couple of minutes. And then I'd yeah. come back and I'd string actually, him up to go on another 10 grand.
0: That's why you probably should go to an auction on your own, right?
2: Oh, mate, totally. If
0: you if you're big. Should you go to
2: an auction on your own, you should go with your accountant right by your side. Someone <laughs> very conservative yeah, <laughs> who knows the,
0: th- knows the numbers. Definitely. But you
2: should also know, like... A message to the public like an agent's job is to get the best possible price for a vendor, and that's what they're going to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's they've been hired as they've been hired to sell that property. That is their job. If you think that they are working for you, that's where your first mistake is. Yeah, you need to know that they're not any successful agents though you look at any of the top performers this is an interesting fact for any of the top performers across the country and I'm talking to Matt Steinway to Phil Harris guys that are riding gross you know 2 million 3 million selling huge amounts of property even the best performers still manage buyers even just a group of 100 so this will be hard to explain, but every other area of prospecting, which is finding new business, is completely random. You can't guarantee me any other way of... Pro- you can't guarantee there'll be people that opens inspections. You can't mm-hmm. guarantee me your database will bear fruit or your referrers will refer your property. Yeah. You can always guarantee that there'll be 10,000 people out there scared shitless of dodgy agents who got a fair right to be. that want a good person's help, hold their hand and, and yeah. put them towards the... Uh, you know, their outcome, which is getting a good property. Yeah. That's how I did it. I constantly, I had one of the best agents that Adelaide come up to me during the recession, and she, um, she came up to me during the recession. She said, um, how, how have you got, you know, six sales this month? I said, buyers. I'm looking after buyers. I'm just helping people find properties. It's recession-proof. The way that these agents are doing it is you're way better off. Like, if somebody had a gun to my head and said, find me five houses to sell in the next two weeks, I'm going straight to buyers. I'm going to help buyers find properties because I know there eventually there's definitely a house at the end of it. Yeah. But- because yep. the, the, the other way of doing it is literally the other form of prospecting, like referring cold calling, door knocking, letterbox dropping. That's like saying I've got to feed my family tonight. And I'm yeah, to you're desperate. F- I'm going to throw my line randomly into the ocean and hope to get a bite. And it also it looks it,
0: it looks desperate, five. right? So like if someone's coming up and knocking on your totally door, dead. trying to convince you to see like this guy seems shady, you know totally what I mean? Like why, why doesn't he have more work? Why does he need to do this?
2: Whereas my role was an agent, I saw myself more as a consultant to people. Look, we've got a few.
1: We've got a few things just to address. We have, actually don't have a sponsor at the moment. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> well, I think I think Jimmy just gave himself a plug. Well, there's a plug. Oh, it's new business. Yeah, JW we, 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 JW. We've got uh, plenty of plugs. We've got a lot training. of friends
1: in in business, and they're doing really well. <laughs> so, um,
0: you're gonna do shout-outs? Shout-outs
1: <laughs> to Travel Warrior Workouts, uh, AG Finance.
0: Uh, What's AG Finance? I don't
1: know. <laughs> okay. Really uh, close friend. We might have really to do some um, but um, no.
0: Something lo- I We wanted... are looking
1: for. We are looking for a sponsor at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's interesting timing seeing as we just talked about how like you shouldn't look desperate when you're trying to like <laughs> yeah. you know shop your business around
1: yeah, you're now really begging
0: good. our listeners which total
1: total, <laughs> yeah, total,
0: yeah. total uh, at the moment number zero it's not like we're on our um, for anything. for uh, sponsors but you know hey whatever
1: so we're gonna like um, take this uh, conversation to a little lighter note Woo, thank um, you that was too much serious talk that was a little bit too much serious and um, I held back I'd just, I like to, I'd just like to bring it back to the conversation we were having last week, which was a series of events that had happened the night before, whereby you yes. came up on stage. Would you like to take us through what happened there? And can you tell us what has happened subsequently due to that video, which we're going to hear about um, coming out onto the social media? Totally,
2: man. Um, so what happened last...
1: Friday night,
2: I can't believe it's over a week ago now, um, was I went to go see my favourite rapper, Snack the Ripper, who's a, uh, a really awesome rapper and storyteller, just an awesome character in general uh, from Canada. And he finally came down. It's very rare for me, I've got a very select taste in music, it's very rare for me that I get to see my favourite musicians, but tell you what, I saw Snack and Brian Wilson's coming in two months, so there's my two favourites within six months. Anyway, Snack came down to XL Super Club. Long story short, I was up front row, he's my favorite rapper in the world, and all of a sudden, I didn't think he'd play it because it was a pretty old school song, but he started playing my favorite song. Uh, I've Gone Mental, I'm Jumping Up and Down. Uh, this song's from you know 1996. It's a, it's a pretty underground hip-hop track, and I didn't think he'd play it. So he starts playing it. And what happens is, he starts rapping along his first verse, and he starts getting a little bit... You can see it's towards the end of the set. He starts running out of a, a few breaths, right? So he looks over at me. Now I know when I'm up on stage, oh, well, it's rare that somebody knows my lyrics. When somebody does and you're running out of breath, you always pass the mic to him because it gives you a second to catch your breath. You're like, thank goodness. Sometimes up there, it's like you're underwater for a minute. You're gasping for a breath and you know you've got five lines coming up. It's, it's like anxiety building. You you're know? knackered. You're absolutely knackered. And so he's looked at me, he's said I have known know the word, so he's, he's passed the mic over to me and I've, I've wrapped the end of his line. Then he's stayed with me, obviously maybe because he's still tired or not. And um, he's let me wrap the, the last line of his verse and I've sort of got a word perfect. And you see in the video, um, what happens next is, I'm sort of pretty chuffed with that, as you can imagine. And I go to sort of stand back down off the stage and he grabs my the shirt and he yanks me up onto the stage with him. And like, this is XL Super Club. It's gone nuts, hundreds of people. What happened next? I don't know how I did it, why I did it, where I've got the balls to do it, uh, or what happened. But I um, I've whispered to him, hey, dude, I know the second verse to this song. Now, the second verse is rapped by a rapper called Young Sin from Canada. He's not there. So the, the game plan was obviously just rap the first verse and that's the end of the song. Yeah. He's... Snack the Ripper has looked at me like, yeah, sure, and then I'm like, and I looked back at him with like, you know, the dead look in my eyes, like, dude, I got this shit. And so he's just passed me the microphone. And um, yeah, I proceeded to rap the entire second verse of my favorite song up on stage with my favorite rapper, it was like an absolute fucking dream. Bro. It's like it's
0: like a sixteen-year-old girl getting a make out with Justin Bieber. Pretty that was much. you. Yeah.
2: yeah, that was, or even me making out with Justin Bieber. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, like that's that he wanted to.
0: For the record, James kind of looks like Justin Bieber. Thank you, like thank a you. like a thirty-year-old version. And
2: people taking an Asian girls taking photos of me in Melbourne.
0: Yeah, um, you think that's what they thought?
2: No, 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 We heard one of them say, like, go, oh, Beba, Beba. I know they think I was a look lookalike or not. Yeah, and yeah. one yeah. nightclub I got into for free, they, they scan your IDs over there and it come, your picture comes up on a computer screen. came up It comes up and it goes, oh, look at a little <laughs> And, and he let me in for free, which is pretty cool. So I worked that. Um, but yeah, and it, was, it was a complete trip. Literally, I woke up to like 150 new fans, um, all from America and Canada
0: yeah which which ordinarily you wouldn't be able to wouldn't um, would be getting I, I, I had a
2: small su- surprisingly I've got like a small Canadian I love Canadian it's the
0: Bieber like, thing it
2: might be clearly yeah obviously that's made <laughs> the mistake and they think they've liked Bieber's page yeah yeah damn it he, right, Bieber's doing rap <laughs> yeah yeah <Because laughs> got Bieber got. can rap and the kids can actually flow I've heard it yeah. on a lot of video and yeah so much talent I'm a lover.
0: what sort of fan like fan base does a dude like this have because like <laughs> I'm just because I like I like rap music yeah. but I'm by no measure a rap official I'd never heard I'd never heard of this guy he's he's
1: He's
2: underground right so like I'm not saying that to be cool I'd love to love commercial hip hop I just genuinely don't usually because it's not the stuff that I like this Mm. guy is um, very underground but in saying that like he's got a song with 4 million views he's got his Facebook's got over 100,000 likes yeah
0: so hip hop heads know who he is hip hop heads
2: know who Snap is Yeah. yeah yeah definitely definitely and it's
1: just incredibly real. I got
0: the video playing. The video is playing in the background now, but it was. Let's go
3: play. Let's go. I'm going to try. This this is Jimmy's voice right now, by the way.
0: <laughs> and you can all hear the crowd screaming. That's actually perfect timing, yeah, William. Well yeah. done. Well done. done. You've been monitoring that this whole time. It's waiting <laughs> for the moment, haven't you? <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, yeah dude so yeah let's let's move on from it but it was an absolute trip an absolute So trip. how
0: did I'm interested to know how you got into hip hop obviously we're in Australia you yeah. know, um, you're white. Um, you're probably not like. What? If you look, what? I've been to quite a few. I've been to quite a few of Jimmy's <laughs> rap battles. I've been to a few, maybe three yeah, or four man. of your battles
2: you're
0: now. A good and uh, I, I find it. In I came to one in Melbourne. I drove all the way. How about that the night before, I drove couch. all night. No, I didn't really. <laughs> this I happened yeah, to be okay. in Melbourne. Um, but what just, I learned is, I learned something about. Me. I learned something about the demographics of uh, yes. hip hop fans and battle rap fans. And disgusting. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying it's disgusting. It's just clearly, you know, it's, clearly, nice. you, know, it's it, you see, there's some demographic kind of, uh, you yeah. know, there's, there's,
2: there's definitely. Yeah, i fade Dave There's all the substance abuse. It's, it's it's lower socioeconomic, obviously. I was
0: there in skinny rolled up <laughs> jeans and the most I bloody actually, hipster yeah, t-shirt I you've ever really seen. Boy. I was I was scared. I sound like such a fucking snob right now, don't I? This is horrible. And I was there in my thin shoes and my
2: gaiters and I started watching the rap.
3: Philosophizing. <laughs>
0: Digging a very deep hole. I just wanna I just wanna I, I clarify something. I went to state school. Unlike James here, which I guess is the where I started this question, which is how does someone like you end up loving rap music, battle rap? And hanging out in these sorts of uh, perfectly fine establishments?
2: <laughs> I couldn't answer that question. I started, I started, I, look, maybe something to do with the skate. I've always skateboarded since yeah. I was young. Yeah. That Did skateboarding- the skateboarding
0: come before the hip hop for you? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. skateboarding takes place in it. Skateboarding has become, uh, yeah, skateboarding came before the hip hop. Uh, yeah, and maybe the, maybe the hip-hop, I mean, skate. I, I got into hip-hop through skateboarding, actually. Yeah. Know, my first my skate video show, after to Cale Nusk and Brian Mason, filmmaker from Adelaide, and Adelaide's best skateboarder. They had a couple of videos, I used to idolise them, watch them all the time. I used to follow yeah. the skaters around, either parks they were going to sort of thing, you know. They
0: actually had their own little fan skaters. Yeah, skate like fans. They had info, we I
2: wouldn't follow but but if somebody said, like, oh, they're a sk- would go there. So you did you follow them. They you were pros compared yeah. to us, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and I remember watching a uh, uh, skate video and Cale Nusk's part had a song by Big L. Cool, yeah. uh, uh, it was Fallback, Back, Big L and Cool G Rap. And that was one of the first hip hop songs that I ever heard. Yeah. Um, and that and The Roots, "Erica Badu, you got me, but definitely Big L, fallback. Back. Um, and I remember hearing that and like something, I can still, I've, I've got a photographic, that would have been when I was 15. Yeah. A photographic memory of that exact moment. So it must've been pivotal but something clicked, it was like, this guy, Big L, man, now before you played him, this guy ended up being my biggest inspiration throughout life.
0: Isn't I know Big L, I've heard of him. There you go. He's the uh, big, he's like Puerto Rican or something, New uh, Yorker. No, he
2: was from Harlem. Cool. This is him. And uh, there's this amazing skate part to which he was dropping all these tricks. Fuckers never get long, bitches sweat me wherever I go. Just, he was just an insane lyricist, an insane poet. He grew up in Harlem, the danger zone. One block was responsible for like 25% of the murders in all of New York. His mum sold crack, his dad left when he was 13. Yeah. Exact same upbringing to me, David.
0: You know why I... <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> um, so that's why I aligned to him. I don't know what it is, it's the confident, it's, the, it's honestly the confidence in him. It was something about this guy, but I, I became addicted to him. I downloaded yeah. his song. I, Ten years later, he's still playing in my car today. So, yeah, I started listening to Big L. Big L used to freestyle. He used to call it freestyling a lot. Um, and then I would, I started, I think I wrote my first rhyme one day when I was skating with this guy, MC Matter. I was in a group, group called Conscious Propaganda. My name was <laughs> DJ J, even though I wasn't a DJ. I like, figured out that I had to you be had a DJ. To, yeah, call yourself that. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. We actually did, like, a gig and,
2: like, supported Terra Firma at, like, the Adelaide Uni, like, Hip Hop Week. It was, really? Yeah, we're just, like, it was all just, like, you know... My rhyme and sick, the time and this, and combining hits and rhyming good. Like, it was just like yeah. just wordplay about yeah. nothing. And
0: we said, word yeah, yeah. wordplay just about making music. About making music. And yeah. it was
2: even just about words. Like, my words are sicker. I prefer the liquor with the nervous sticker, with the, you know, like, mm. it was just like, didn't mean anything. It was just mm. rhyming structure. Um, and then I started freestyling and I started loving that and that became my,
0: my... So were you one of the guys, like I remember going to parties, Yes. particularly in year, well it was in year 11 and 12. I missed this. And oh. and like you'd go to a party like somewhere in like Myrtle Bank, like After leafy that. Adelaide, Eastern suburbs, like privileged area. Yep. And you'd go to these parties and there'd be, you know, like, cause you know, it's high school, right? So like pretty much yeah, everyone in the year might be a couple of schools combined, I like, know some Scotch people, some only high people. And you've got, but it's everyone there. So you get different groups. And there's always like the hip hop group down the back of the yard, like smoking bongs, and and then there's someone to be beatboxing. It was usually the guy who was really shit and couldn't rap. He'd like start beatboxing (laughs) and just try to own that space. And then you'd go around in circles, and it was just like we. I wasn't part of the group. But I knew a couple of people who were in that into that, and then yeah. every now and then you'd wander down the back of the yard to listen to how shit lot. it was, yeah, 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 and then yeah, like totally. kind of laugh about yeah, it, and totally, then go back to man. the party.
2: And it was that. It was. And that. you were
1: one of those guys. I was
2: one of the. That he's rappers. just
0: totally <laughs> insulting. <laughs> totally, man.
2: And
1: if any of you guys want to know, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was totally
2: that dude. Um, I love that man. That's, I miss that a lot. Like nobody really freestyles anymore. Everyone's too scared. Even rappers these days, like. I hate it. It's one of my biggest hatreds. Even like a lot of professional, famous rappers will go drop you know check out my latest freestyle it's blatantly a pre written rap mm. and it, it's a lost art of freestyling. But people are too scared to put their name on the line yeah. or something random where they haven't pre rehearsed it. But I tell you what, there's nothing that gets a crowd popping than a freestyler. Like, you can have uh, the best the best crowds that I've ever done. You've got to start freak out when you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, but the best the best, cro- the, best um, the biggest. The best crowds that I've ever got popular for when I've dropped a freestyle, I've asked them to hold up objects in the crowd. Yeah, pick to up prove
0: that it's a freestyle, right? But
2: also to make interactive. Like, yeah. it's like, am I better talking to you guys or talking with you guys? When you bring them involved in like, that gets the crowd froth and afterwards, like,
1: oh my God.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, I think we need a demonstration, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to hold a, up an object. There's about well, that's 40 a, objects oh, on right. this table. No, no, here
1: we go, oh, here oh, we, we go. go hang, hang, hang on, hang on a sec. Oh, this is a good so, idea, so this is This Brilliant. is what I was thinking. The the question we were going to ask you was, yeah. how do you become a what do you, what do you need to do to become a good freestyler? Can you tell us some tips? Can you give us some advice on how we can get there? Totally. And at the end of it, what we've got is we've last week we wrote a whole heap of post-it notes. We've got pictures. It's called, I remember, it's called, I love this truth. it's called,
2: it's called, I was talking and he writes down this piece of paper. I love this truth and puts it down in front of me. So like, what the fuck does that do to me? Halfway through, I'm just like, thank you, David, I'll keep going. And then just William an writes it down that. as well. Yeah. <laughs> You guys
1: are funny. Yeah. Shit. Well, that's fun. So yeah. we've got, what we're going to do funny. is we're going to go through <laughs> the post-it notes. I saved them. I've got them in a little card card format here. Yeah. And we're going to do a bit of a freestyle. Cool. And, are we saving so, this for the so, end? So I've got more this questions. This is the end.
0: This I don't think good. it should be the end. Well, I don't want to wrap it up yet. We, well, we, don't, we, don't, we can
1: have those questions afterwards, but let's do this now. So well, we don't have to, but... <laughs> He was so dominant, <laughs> and it just went back. <laughs> <laughs> can you give us a few? Uh, can you give us a few tips? Yeah, do the tips first, yeah. Give us a few tips, yeah. and then we're gonna just put a freestyle beat on, oh. and you're gonna just do a thing, and I'm cool. gonna show you these cool, I like it. funky beats or uh, jazzy beats. Biggest mistake, and there's a well, biggest mistake people make when they go a freestyle. Okay,
2: first of all, remember this: it's like riding a bike. What happened the first time you rode a bike?
0: Uh, well, I imagine unless, I unless fell off. Gig, I imagine I, on I fell shit, off. Right? Yeah. yeah.
2: That's going to happen. You're going to fuck up 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 rhymes and they're going to sound shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole life. The point is, though, is that over time, uh, the, first of all, the point is that it doesn't matter. People like, it's not about kicking a good freestyle. The, the best freestyle sets I've ever kicked are the ones where we're actually stupid and we're just making fun of ourselves, right? It's so actually yeah. not taking it too seriously. Yeah. So don't take it seriously. Realize that you're going to stuff up and that's the only way you're going to get good is by... Yeah. up, right? The next trick of it is and where most people make the mistake is there are two different ways that the brain works in, in freestyling from my um, my way of thinking is is just my own theory but there's the memory path and there is the creative path and if you try to pre-think your first line which every single person does before they freestyle they get that little feel oh my god I'm up next in the cypher or, I know I'm freestyling next you guys will do yeah. it you start pre-thinking your first line what will happen is you say that first line and you get to the end of it and your brain's in the wrong thinking pattern you're in memory mode rather right. than creative mode so then you, that's why people always choke after... Don't plan course. anything. Don't plan anything. Just literally start talking, then start walking. Do you get what I'm doing? Yeah. Like just start going. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the first time that you rhyme...
0: I'm taking notes. Should I not be taking yeah, notes? you should not be taking notes. Uh, all right, that's no, the, the whole tips. point, right? No, but the, the all right? The tips are right? The tips are right. Okay. Notes for. That's all right.
2: Um, then what will happen is you understand is that you... Like, the glossary will grow, grow really, really quickly. What happens is when you first say a word, like, yeah. um, stay you might get day and way and hate in your head. The yeah. The next time you start rhyming. But then the, the next time you rhyme, you'll have convey. Mm. And the next time you'll be rhyming, you have another be a, like a bit more creative. get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now when you say, well, like I can only imagine Eminem's glossary. That guy is the best freestyler in the world.
0: Yeah, is he really? By, is he? Far, by like far. He's by just far. legitimate. It's not a front. No, no, no. not it. The guy kick. is
2: like... You, the way you get good at something... Yeah, that was me. The way, <laughs> the way you get good at something is by practice the 10,000 hour theory that's pretty much yeah, yeah. It. that's how you get good at something it's just doing something for a fuckload of time and he's rapped and rhymed more than any single person on this planet just
0: constantly for like 30 years check out the
2: Eminem Westwood freestyle yeah that's and sick it's ridiculous it's so and good. And the bit towards the game where he starts like what is um, catching it in his teeth what does he He's a wizard he starts rapping like it's, it's phenomenal is and that Freestyle or yeah, is that just him no, like no, he's no.
1: got hundreds and hundreds of lines and he's just like well, I guess he what, it's, throwing a, like, like it's glossary glossary
2: gets bigger so he's got like his, his glossary is huge he's just hand picking from a hundred different words to put in there so yeah
0: and ways to connect words. You know, ways to connect words. Yeah.
2: So, look, sometimes when you freestyle, have I said lines in freestyle, genuinely freestyling before, that I've said before? Yeah, of course, but accidentally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're pieced
2: together in a different way and they might mean something slightly different. Yeah. A lot of rappers, what they'll do is they'll, what they call freestyling is like a free verse. Like they don't have it written down, there's no a verse, and they'll start spinning it. That is not freestyling. That's an insult to anybody who actually does freestyle, in my opinion. So yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Don't so just try.
0: don't be too serious. Don't try. Don't be too serious. And don't pre-plan anything. Exactly.
2: The funniest thing with rapping, for some strange reason, is it always has this weird... When you first start rapping, this weird thing of rhyming gay words. Yeah. And it's a really funny. Because you're, you're a
0: teenager, you mean? Or? Yeah,
2: I don't know what it is, man. But even people just like... And the funniest thing, and you, you check out like freestyle fails. And a lot of them will be just like because you don't mean to do it, but the only word you've got to rhyme is like, so like, check it out. I'm on the table and I'm running the shit. I'm sitting here with Dave and I'm sucking his, oh, no! Like, I actually think, although it was a great thing for like rap and it inspired every kid with a computer to, to become a rapper, 8 yeah. Mile did something almost negative in the world of freestyling that he put too much pressure on people to, to want to sound like, They've got to sound dope, and they've got to sound like I M&M, mean like freestyling, what it actually is, it's about. I'll tell you right now, it is honestly the most fun you can have with your clothes on.
0: Yeah. It looks like amazing fun. Like I think if I had the confidence to even to to try and do something like that, like I think it would feel amazing to stand (laughs) in front of a whole crowd, but obviously do it well. And the thing is about anyone who wants to be in that position and and do it well and feel how amazing that would feel is going to be the exact person that's going to just fucking want to like die if they fuck it up and make an ass of themselves in front of everyone. Exactly. man. Exactly. But, um, did you so and, did you used to feel that way? Or like obviously that's I not to, concern yeah, I'd, I'd anymore, really
2: right? a concern for you anymore, right? Especially freestyle battles, like you'd go up there. I used to love to, I prefer them than written battles.
0: And often there'd be bets on the line and Yeah, yeah, money
2: on the line. I used to win a bit of castroum, which is cool. Um but you'd you'd be looking at the guy's clothes, you'd be trying to come up with a couple of rhyme schemes in your head to store in your head to be able to pull out throughout the rhyme. But I, I very quickly realised that like I had to stop doing that and I just had to start going in and, and being live in the moment. Because what was better than going having a pre-rehearsed line which didn't sound completely natural but maybe really good was actually going, "What up, crowd? This guy looks like a dick. He's fucking you know." And getting the crowd on my side while this other guy was like staring at the ground, going, yeah. "The kid's whack. He's got a, yeah. you know what I mean?" Yeah,
0: yeah. It's so all... yeah. So given the given the sorts of crowds you get at these uh, at rap battles, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a it's a pretty it's a rougher crowd. It is. Um, you're but you're up there at like saying the most offensive things like you can literally come up with oh. to somebody who's got 20 of their best mates in the crowd I mean, who I mean, are all I just mean, absolute, I mean, you know, like they're, you know, they're, what, you've got already, some people who've been, This some scary, <laughs> there's some scary people in the crowd. So you've <laughs> got they're 20, them, yeah. you've got 20, sc- I almost went there again yeah, by no, You've got 20. 20- disgusting lower socioeconomic
2: <laughs> rap crowd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you've got you've got this like uh, I was swung at at a you've got this rap during the battle. <laughs> during the battle. <laughs> battle. So, so by know, by, by the person kid. you're battling or by one he of his was, mates. He's
2: obviously humiliated in front of his friends, and he swung at
0: me. He and did, or his friend did.
2: I think I did something that was like something. <laughs> I'm hitting a crisp. <laughs> I a think I did, but it was a swing and a miss. Like I started rapping about his punch that he missed, which
0: just made me. you look even more awesome. Oh, made me look dope. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't look too good in that
2: one. But the thing was about
0: the. So r- is that is that. Like, is that something you actually think about when you're surrounded by 50 people <laughs> that know. hate you and you're telling their best mate that he, you know, it sort looks of like, like he has fetal alcohol syndrome? Can I just
1: say, if that is the case, you should work out a bit more. Like, if you're in this stage, you're like... <laughs> Everyone's going to kill you.
2: Dude, I used to rock up to, man, I had, I, had, I received a lot of hate as a kid because I was dressed slightly differently. I was speaking slightly differently and I won a lot of battles really quickly. Like I received so much hate. I had knives held to my throat. I was followed back to my car, all that jazz. But I kept rocking up by myself and doing my thing.
0: <laughs> so who, and okay, so that story, mm-hmm. I've, it's like, I've heard the knife held up to the throat story I don't know, from other, you know, because obviously some, something that happens to a friend of yours, yeah. people talk about it, right? So, I've heard this story. I don't think I've ever heard it from you. I've never heard this You've story. you never heard this story. So, what actually happened there, I heard it was like upstairs in a hotel room or something above some rap battle. It was battle. Chinese Whispers. Yeah. It was,
2: it, was, it was upstairs outside of the rap battle. Okay. It was just outside. So, I was just about to battle. Uh, I'd be getting a lot of hate from a, a certain crew in Adelaide and they um, didn't like what I was doing and so forth. And I was getting messages of hate from rappers. I was getting like memes made about me all over the net and shit. Um, messages
0: like text messages or... Like inboxes like, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know,
2: after I was followed back to my car one night and started, i mean, like, that's what you get, you dog dog cunt, stay out of the industry, you know, this sort of stuff, like yeah. messages what of What the
1: fuck is the matter with people? Fuck those people. Oh mate, that's what my, that was my... Uh, those people, are, uh, my they day are day. like in small in numbers. They should be really scared. Like, the whole of society doesn't like you. But the problem is, is well, the, it always comes down to, like, you got to remember somebody is, like,
2: isn't, isn't so much how strong they are, it's their value for life. And if their value for life is less, you got to be scared of them slightly. Oh, yeah, because yeah, so you don't like, know what,
0: what's going to happen. Know, right. So when this happened... Man, no I one should I care. An, I, was care. An, I was
2: old enough to kind of know that these guys, it was hate, but it was... Intimidation more than anything. They cut my throat. They didn't do anything. And after that, I knew that after that. Like,
0: how did that? Like, so you're sitting on your own, and someone someone just walks up to you and holds a knife to your throat. Is that how it happened, or?
2: Yeah, I I walked. I was with my girlfriend, ex girlfriend at the time, amazing girl. Um, and went up with her, and
0: so she's standing next to you when this happens. Standing
2: next to me, they waited until the bouncer had gone down. I'd gone up to have, I think, a smoke before my battle, just to get rid of some nerves. And all of a sudden, four dudes surrounded me. Um, started on me I they were high guys or, nice or something I was telling them I didn't know who they were this was an indication I was, Do you think like, they were I mean- was like I don't know who you are what you don't fucking know who I am that yeah. was the level right yeah
0: it's like year 10
2: next thing things escalated one of them pushed me I pushed them back next thing a guy grabbed me from behind in a headlock another two guys held me and they had a knife to my throat and my girl like an absolute boss jumped in the fucking middle of the knife and the guy pushed her back wow fuck off him get the fuck off him. made one of the that's amazing one of the guys was apologising to her going I'm sorry I'm sorry (laughs) no beef with with you the beef with the kid yada yada yada
0: Oh my oh, god, no beef with you. We're just trying to slit your boyfriend's throat. Yeah. But you know, no, like, I don't, you know, nothing against you. Yeah, well,
2: mate, it was. it was a week before that. We were walking down Harley Street and she said, Oh, look, someone it was after another battle. Oh no, it was probably a month before after last battle. And she goes, I was winning a lot of battles Why and it come you? out of nowhere and they didn't like it, right?
1: No, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a question though? Like, Why you're, a, you're a smart guy. I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. You're a smart guy. Why did you buy into that crowd? Why didn't you just go on YouTube and start freestyling your own stuff? Why didn't you why not you why didn't you raise a new level of hip hop culture in Australia? <laughs> Germany has a like <laughs> that's a, I'm sorry,
0: William. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish you I failed had, us. I wish I had. Get,
1: I get on to, get on <laughs> you to YouTube, man. I didn't. Um, look, that's but, like, I, like did oh mean, mean, man,
0: Kerry O'Brien, man, eat your heart out. Like, hard questions yeah, They've been a very
2: successful platform for 360 and Cursor previously. They've got their fame through battling. And look, that yeah, was, that's true. That 360. I've yeah. got, although it's a small, yeah, extremely loyal fan base. Like I've got, there's something who's got my signature tattooed on them. Legit. Yeah. You know what? Um, and it's only 3000 3, something people, but those people are from battle rap. And they, they got to my music through battle rap and that's how I developed my fan base. So it's a way of connect. it's a way of performing, uh getting a getting a following and then going, hey guys, I've also got this music, which they sort of expect as well. I feel good. Uh, oh yeah, I don't feel like William was satisfied with that answer. I think he was. <laughs> this is because you didn't
0: completely transform global hip hop. That's the uh... <laughs> That's what you failed Why didn't to do. You set
2: a new standard with <laughs> YouTube, and then I like it. You, sorry, I got I got a lot of respect for you. I think
1: you can do. No, you I I,
2: think I respect that you you straight shoot. I like that. Not enough people
1: do it. All right, now I'm going to straight shoot right now to you. If we can just press the press the music yes. right now, and we're right. going to we're going to do a little bit of a rap put freestyle. You, put your words I've got what
0: your mouth is. Sorry,
1: I've got some post-it yes. notes. That's that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. And I'm going to show them to the kid. Just uh, randomly. The thing I'll say before I even see your post-it notes yeah, I,
2: I, it's okay, if it's, as long as it's got a lot to read. It's a not, it's really, it's one really, word, out. it's one, word, it it's
1: one yeah. word or two. I sorted this out, okay, guys. Good. Check this out. This, this is tough for them because they can't see it. Yeah, that'll
2: do. We could do a better bait. that'll work, that'll work. And no, then no, leave it, it's gonna kick back in.
0: Wait. You're kind of in it. That's it bro, oh, give perfect. me the fucking okay. things,
1: what do we do? All right, you start the rap, here we go. What's the first one, well, bring it closer
2: to me. All right, so give me a new one, right now. Yo, well it was raw, well I already saw it. A perfectionist, well of course I am. You adore it. I'm crazy with the rhymes, when well you know that I mean this. But it's true, I've got the fucking cleanest penis. You hey. like, know that it's true. But everybody here, well they be loving the treat. I be the because I be freestyling. Of course I'm real heavy, got the hip hop me And my dreams wild, and I keep <laughs> a rapping, bro. I have got the fattest flow, but not as fat as the tits in there. You oh, I got nothing, bro. You know that it's clean. But now all the kid is doing is living his dream And I'm kicking this thing Yo, I'm watching on the postcards But I'm flowing cause it's David and he's not smart He's got farts, he's brewing from the beer But I don't know what I'm doing, yo It's all just too clear And a few fear the fucking rhymes that I be spitting I got a lighter when I try the rhymes that I be skipping My mind be flipping I find that my flies and zipping Until the scissors and that's the shit that my mind is kicking I'm done! i got no idea what i was
1: That was great That, that was, was great. really good So just for the record <laughs> So I only had sort of six post-it notes there Just with words on them We and had
2: perfectionist I love the truth He had a drawing of a penis a yeah. drawing
1: of some tits Yeah, yeah Dro- I didn't draw either hip-hop. of them Hip hop hip up on, was and, and 100% so I had 6 and and you, you just and killed it. First every thing. single every single, then I every single lighter, and I held up a lighter
0: a pair of scissors a bottle of Corona oh, they all got hit that,
2: like at probably 60% of my capabilities
1: that was, that, all right. that was amazing alright that was amazing alright well we're really glad to, glad to have you
0: here so uh-huh. I have a I have a I have a question yeah right so battle rap yes battle rap is all about just completely destroying your opponent yes. and picking out all their Failings and insecurities and yep. weird features and yep. whatever and yes. humiliate, humiliating them, yes. can you like friendly battle rap? Yes. Like, because if, yes. we, if we do a little thing at the end where we go around in a circle, yep. do we have to say horrible no, things about no, each other?
2: No, you don't. So... Okay, if you get a better rap, you need to have slightly tougher skin you need to be prepared, then I might say you've got whack hair, but your hair's dope, but I'm gonna say that. Do you know what it's kind of
1: worth?
0: I've got a haircut in, like too much.
1: Can we I'm not sorry, talk about it? I'm not allowed to cut my hair for like another eight months. I'm joking, I'm joking,
2: I'm joking, I love your hair. He's got amazingly <laughs> blowing hair, I'm jealous of it, that's the truth. But Look, I, yeah, before, a lot, I had a, I did a lot of written battles, which is what the acapella battle format is these days, right? Mm. And before I battled a guy called Briggsy, for example, there's a lot of people you go no holes barred on. There's people that I've had a bit of beef with before where you go yeah. dirtier, but this guy, Briggsy was coming down. I actually hit him up. He seemed like a cool dude. I liked the crew he was with. He was um, in a crew called Mosh Team, has one of my favorite rappers, Shotty Horror in it, and I said to him, um, I messaged him and I was like, dude, this might be risky, but you're coming down there um, to Australia. I reckon we should drop a track together. No, no battlers have ever done it. Let's make a song, release it just after the battle. But I think if we're going to do that, we probably need to like, keep it above the belt. And he just wrote back, like he was to a really good dude that to him around. Um, he's like, yeah, dude, let's fucking do it. So we just made the rules. was like, I never did it anyway, cheap shots are for bitches. Um, like I never went personal on people, I never dug up. Relatives, ex girlfriends, stuff, or girlfriend stuff like that. I mentioned one person's girlfriend in a battle once, and it was a pretty mean line, but it's yeah. gone. Because I that. remember, I he remember stop so it was a. Yeah, rebuttal.
0: That's what I was going to say because I've been to a few, <laughs> few of these rap battles, yeah. and at uh, most of them, all, all of them, your girlfriend was there, and I think uh, pretty much, I think everyone that I went to, uh, yeah, they yeah, they, exactly. they taught, they brought her, you know, they bagged her out Jeez, personally, easy. like yeah. Yeah. you know, gave you sh- shit. Because of
2: well, the thing I your hate, girlfriend, the thing I hate, man, is that in watching battle rap, I think it's absolutely pathetic, and this is where you find that a lot of battle rappers can't freestyle. Is when somebody slams like your girlfriend for fucking 60 seconds, says all this shit, and then you just start and you go straight into your round and you don't rebuttal at all. Yeah. Go so hang your dick in the fucking. Yeah, and
0: you know, it's probably, it, it would have been because they'd gone on your Facebook, seen some photos, seen what she looked like, totally, you know.
2: Totally. Um, so, yeah, I, I would always rebuttal.
0: She looked great, but I just mean, now, she, yeah. they know. They know that's a, but they know they know beforehand that she's got blonde hair that you know whatever they know a few facts that they can work with they're just
2: going to say that they fucked her or that they this, or whatever they they but I would always rebuttal that but coming back to that Britsy thing was amazing like we actually battled each other in that battle, we don't go anything too personal. Like I did, man. But in saying that, he was short, fat, and ginger, and I and like literally went hard on those things. i being short. I was like, man, that's a deadly combination. You got fucked over by God or whatever, you know. Like, that was, <laughs> yeah, that that was good. I, that, that, man, that was harsh. It was harsh, <laughs> but that's above the belt. If you're gonna battle, you know, like people are gonna say I look skinny. People have always said I have a look junky eyes. They're gonna say the real estate shit. They're gonna say like. There's gonna be some stuff I'm gonna get no matter what. Yeah. If they start like yeah, but but Briggs I didn't dig any further without that, we kept it above the belt. So the answer to your question is yes, you definitely can. And Briggsy and I went out partying the night after we battled. Yeah. Party to like five AM the next day. We're still made to release numerous songs together. I'm touring with their crew when they come to Australia next
1: year. So he so here's the thing, I think that hip hop would be so. Is Briggs that, that
0: guy that- from um is from Victoria's like... No, 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 that's
1: Briggs and then there's Briggsy. Okay, sorry. Briggs is the Aboriginal rapper.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Sorry. From Shep or whatever.
1: Yeah. It's Shep Life or whatever. Yeah. I think that like... I wish this was video. If you saw William's eyes... Just
0: raised his eyebrows in disapproval. So
1: I reckon hip-hop would be so much better if everyone gave each other compliments... (laughs) Like, <laughs> so like, so like, so say for example- it's compliment matters, they're right. So say, say for example, like you look like Justin Bieber. Like yes. you could make heaps of funny things that were really positive but and, upbeat I and made you feel really good and made everyone laugh yeah. and made the other guy feel good. And everyone you know, <laughs> is feeling good. They've actually started doing compliment
0: battles. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. They're
1: hilarious. No, but they're not
2: compliments positive change. No, but they're, they're positive, they're, they're It's a fucking battle. You need to have a winner. Someone's going to lose. That's the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it yeah, is. Yeah, they'll lose, but, but
1: they'll lose with, like, compliments being given.
2: Yeah, yeah, but the compliment's <laughs> that's a pretty, pretty actually, nice way to... But, yeah, so they, they've started doing it, but look, the, the art of... In battling, I always kept it above the belt. There's no need to go
0: too many but too, too low below the belt, yeah. yeah. I remember you telling a guy who was overweight and pale that he had <laughs> milky white tits.
2: Oh, that was nothing. I said something way worse. I think you're talking about Kamira, and I said something about his wife, and. Uh, I'm not trying to be absurd. I can't remember what I said, but it was like I was saying something about his wife being gigantically fat as well. I said, I know you're thinking I'm going off topic. I said, I know you've got two kids coming your way. I'm not trying to be absurd, but by the looks of your wife, I think she's hiding you a third. (laughs) Something like that, which was real, you know, which I actually felt bad for because yeah. she was in the crowd afterwards and I don't think that was uh, so, and I, and she didn't I, come up and talk to you I pulled back a little bit after that no no she didn't Avoided uh, eye contact yeah massively massively uh, it's understandable I, uh, yeah it, I'd called her yeah, it, yeah. Was, it wasn't a nice thing to do yeah um, but yeah apart from what uh, are the what are the, nice what, are the best, my, what are the
0: best disses that you've had done to you Ooh.
2: Conceded, uh, Uwe it was amazing. He had some great lines. Um,
0: and that, that YouTube videos had what, like a couple of hundred thousand views? 400,000 views.
2: 400,000 yeah, yeah. views. Yeah, those views are thanks to him, but like, he had some cool lines. Like I went to him saying that he was just going to talk about guns the entire time. And it was like, cool, I'll leave guns. It's, not, it's something on the line, this was on the line, the lead up line, it was like, I'll leave the guns alone. It won't be something that I'll mention, but I'll take the knife and cut the kid like a C-section. Like yeah like that's those sort of things were cool there was one like um he had a lot of really cool name flips he's just very clever with his analogies and stuff rome was really funny a guy from america it's hard man you don't you listen to him but you don't. i never go back and watch my battles yeah i used to when i first started getting into it because you're obsessed with yourself now yeah. it's cringe, you don't want to go really it's done It's and fast. you just think
0: about what you could have done better or... exactly and now yeah. you don't want to
1: go back and through that so,
0: Hey, um, do you
1: want to do a bit of a freestyle right now where we actually battle and then we talk afterwards about it? Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. I'm going to just play it. So, just hold on a second. Jimmy obviously has to start.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jimmy, you're going to start this. Cool. Um, are you ready? I
2: think so. (laughs) As I said, you're never ready, you know, it doesn't matter if you're ready or not. You just do it. So we're cranking a different audio system here, I've noticed. I hope
0: so. Well, I've, yeah.
2: Also noticed that my phone never got plugged in for charge. <laughs>
0: this
2: is a bit dark and a bit gangster, but we can just. It's very
0: gangster. Are we going to go... This is what I say to him
2: freestyle. Make it positive. It's so, it's so dark. Yo, the struggle is real. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, <you> TK. <laughs> William, Dave. Uh-huh. Uh, I was actually about to drop. Yeah. I was, I was joking, but I was about to spit.
1: Damn it! My phone's
2: got gonna... Oh Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back. Now we're back. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we? Are we rapping about anything in particular? Or are we fucking? Let's rap about mind maps. Mind maps.
0: Are we? Gonna, are we doing? Are uh, you guys going to
2: battle each other?
0: I think we're going in a circle. Maybe uh, a little bit. No, a little no. bit of dissing. I'm a little the bit start of positive. The
2: you see me flying. You can check David's shirt. It fucking needs an iron. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing, Going to go? Go and iron it. That's the shit I like to spit. You know my dick, you're riding it. Yeah! William, can you jump off the cock, bro? You know the kids got a hot flow, you won't go to wherever I'm traveling. You can see the present that I'm unraveling, and it's a dick
1: that you be canvassing. Hey, we went there. I don't even care. They shirts, uh. More that oh. than my fucking underwear. Oh. <laughs> 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 yes, he <keeps laughs> going. He is, go. Here we go again, Dave's here. Jimmy the kid. We wrapped this freestyle before, and now it's in. Newsflash, newsflash, the kid's amazing. Dave, uh, Dave Russell's here, and he's blazing. Oh, he's blazing oh yeah, he's fucking battles. He's the best man I know about. Shadows, yeah, yeah that's you know, something, right. give me something
0: back Yeah boy Thank you James, <laughs> you are really nice Thank you for all your real estate advice uh, yeah. David Cox is bobbing over there Doesn't really even fucking care if uh. he's loose or not He's stretching all day We don't really care, that's okay uh. Swing your arms little man
3: <laughs>
0: You know that you can
2: Yeah that Puzzle. shit was hot that shit was actually real you good you to back it up though yes. yeah of course keep that positive vibe what going what you did is you just started rapping you just kept that shit flowing it's mm. like like mm. like you're bumping up and down you wonder what's around David thought when he freed it sound like a clown but he sounded quite profound yo we like what you were spitting it was almost like all of that shit was written but I just yeah. keep thinking how the fuck can you free bro I got a sweet flow when you go to one three four but where's the free gone this is a sweet song I'm gonna Go back to my house and smoke like fucking three bombs FIFO
1: farm, my man is on the bombs. My man <laughs> counted over here is fucking wrong about a lot of things. And I don't care to explain. But right now I'm about to pass the mic to in explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: boy. Yeah. We yeah. got Give two Apple Macs you on yourself. the table. And I've got a lot of rhymes in my stable. Oh. Three big horses. Gonna dish them out in three courses. You can't even eat them because they're too big. <laughs> As we they... suck right, right, <laughs> No, no, no Keep it going, keep it going As we suck a few cigs oh. Around the table with some mates <laughs> Oh yeah, he's got some jacks and some
1: Don't be rapping like Jack Day We can't have uh, names on this podcast But that's really Late <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I got more rhymes And bags of uh... Tea Tea <laughs> What are your bags on? Bags of potatoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I got more rhymes in my bags of green I'm the man you've seen You can't stand
2: this scene That's a double meaning. You're in trouble as this brother's creaming All over your fucking face And now you know I'm steaming up like a cartoon when I've got the fucking steam coming out of the ears, bro I've got the fear flow, you know, like the kettle shit When I'm fucking talking I think all you do is fucking thinking of absorbing On your next line, fuck that, coming to reality Start freestyling casually Or you'll be my casualty This shit happens, like, dramatically or theatrical but whatever we do, when this
1: shit is happening, actually, actually, Yo. you got nothing better to say, but I just wanted to say, you're okay with me. <laughs> I had a word to rhyme with battle me, was
0: it? Yeah. 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 David Cox has been tree climbing. It's his new hobby, but mine's rhyming. I'm sitting around yeah, the table. used that one before, but I don't really care. Uh, he's got
2: a big stable. <laughs> yeah. And he should maybe muzzle the fucking mouth because it's crazy with the hustle. It's David to the Russell. He's sipping on the West End. And we're thinking freestyling is the best trend. This is the podcast we've talked for too long, so we need to do the shit and let the fucking song flow and let this shit trigger out as it ends. But understand I'm sitting here, I'm getting kind of in. Oh, yeah. That's the shit. Now, what make we need to do now, though, if you've learned anything about rap, although I kind of regret it and wish I'd just called myself James, because there's actually no rappers called James, but you need to have a rapper name.
0: Yes.
1: I got mine. What's yours? <laughs> <Within the given>. <laughs> <laughs> William
0: McGibbon. William McGibbon. Alright, that's dope. Within William MC. Yeah. What is it? William MC. William, for him. Oh, don't. No, dope. That is, that is. That's dope. William MC. That
2: works,
0: that yeah. works. has been born today. I gave you yours, you have to give me mine. Uh, make it good. Crinkly shirt. What, you're serious? I was just like... Face is drop like that's what I get. <laughs> I mean, that's what we need to be here. You're like, like I can't argue with it, like once you give it to me, it's just my rap name forever. Krinkle, that's it. shirt. Crinkly <laughs> shirt. Crinkly <laughs> shirt. Uh, mean, I remember when I blew up light. and I was like in the charts. See, yeah, 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 yeah. be sick that shirt. crinkle shirt
3: in the house. The, the funny thing is, man,
2: probably-
0: I would yeah. be never be able to ever not wear you can't a crinkly shirt. That would be awesome. thing. You would never have to, you would never have to- Should I just be crinkly shirt?
2: That would be an awesome, lazy rap name. There we go. Yeah. It would be like crinkly shirt. Oh wait, is that actually it? Yeah! Dude, do yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, And it's... don't worry, it gets like shortened to crinkles. So crinkles. Because... Anyway, and even sometimes I'm just gonna oh, be like, go. what up crinks? Oh, oh, I'm crinkled crinkled crinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's that. It's yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I really caught. Cool. Really. <laughs> quinkly quinkly shirt. shit <laughs> That catch Was amazing yeah. <laughs> I didn't cut With his groin
0: <laughs> And kept all The contents In the cup wow. In the glass <laughs> And put it back On the table
1: I mean, like, Have you seen Reflexes best- like that Ever? <laughs> Crinkles right. That's yes. That's my boy Crinkles About to win Positive battle me In five five episodes time Boom I can't wait to do this with You've got to freestyle Every
2: time So listeners Be disappointed They're going to freestyle They're going to everyone yeah. Even if just a quick one Don't yeah. watch so We a can quick start one. the
0: show With a freestyle That's imagine it That's
1: positive, it. Imagine positive and, um, battles and we Was can, like we a thing That
0: went viral like I've got an idea right This is what we do each
1: other. There you go. I think we've just done this
0: We just created history This is what we do To prove That it's a freestyle I'll write a few things things on paper yes yeah, so that's the way I'll go. pull out one we'll take turns on the, yeah, of the intro yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. so I'll pull out the thing you will know what it, what, what it is and, and you that's just have to like,
1: Okay, here's another way you could do it so you could write all the good things you think about yourself and then like you bring out this positive thing like lovely hair and I have to rhyme about your like lovely hair or whatever you know? oh like, so you flip can. it Man, so that's you actually cool. rhyme
0: about your co-host
1: like yeah you're rhyming so I think about myself and I go okay I think that Dave would think that my beard is nice and so I'm going to write that about my I beard I do think you're and, nice. and, and, and then i I'm going to think eight, and, then, and then I'm going to Think about it What else does they like oh, he, I think he thinks It's cool that I stretch So I'm going to write stretching And you can write positive things And then we both Basically He's so amped up say, On the positive you do <laughs> that Which Fuck the oh, positive I Slay could. each other No we're not yeah. going to do that We're going to just I want to see it. Absolute Imagine destruction his. And he's humiliation like never done before like, Mate
2: The crowd doesn't want to Hear positive <laughs> shit They want to hear you Rip into each other And humiliate <laughs> each other uh, How about That's this?
0: entertainment you One can do one. You can do I'm going to go this We'll flip a coin We'll flip a coin So I I'll, no No you get that. your word I'll flip a coin And if it's heads It has to be a positive Okay wrap, And if it's tails, tails It has to be a negative the Battle rap I'm down with that the Battle rap And then I, I come boring. back In
2: five or six months' time No five or six um, episodes Agreed. time And uh Crinkly shirt And William MC mm. Are going to go at each other And I will And it's the mm. prize going to be Who wins the battle It's going to be Who's the most improved MC Okay and I, So that could be from like I may already have you At different levels already Okay What's the thing I do? I'm just doing that to like half competition
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I I wanna get that level I'm not gonna say who I think is better at the moment, but you know It's obvious, isn't it? It's obvious William MC It's William, it's (laughs) obvious The Mac Daddy King About to crinkle the shirt back of Crinkles himself Or Crinks, as I like to call him sometimes Yeah Yeah Crinks, but we're positive, so he's he's doing well as well Crinks is a dope name, man Crinks Yeah
2: Yeah. Yo, I'm Crinks, I got the crinkliest shirt, motherfucker (laughs) You can't iron me
0: yeah. yeah. I'm the fly MC. I got an, I got fucking five minutes on you every morning. Yeah. Extra man. time to rhyme. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was actually your fucking slogan. Okay. Right. <laughs> like like five Extra time, time, I got time to five rhyme. Five extra minutes in the morning, that's extra time to rhyme. It's like if you had a battle, that's what you'd say, that'd be like i to write it down. Stuff. My name's Crickly Show as a post-five extra minutes in the morning, it's extra time to
3: rhyme. Let's get this shit on, it's time to shine.